What's up, guys, and welcome to Paulo's Podcast. If you love long drives, staying up to date on current events, and some good smack talk, you found your people. Join me as my friends and I philosophically bullshit our way through life's most engaging questions. Paulo's Podcast is a 100% authentically recorded podcast with yours truly, Paulo Liachi, while I'm on a drive. Tune in every Friday, and let's start the weekend right together. What's up, guys? Welcome back. No guest today, just me. So now there's a lot of room in my car. I could do jumping jacks in here. My drink of choice today is a smoothie, pineapple berry and vanilla protein smoothie. It's delicious. Davoon. I suggest you go get yourself one. This week's topic, family, more specifically coming home for the holidays. That's that's a big statement. That's a statement with a lot of a lot of umph to it. So you're you're feeling homesick. The doctor prescribes you coming home from the holidays. Symptoms may include nausea, dizziness, vomiting, yelling, erectile dysfunction. I don't know. You name it. That that I don't know what the hell I just said. I don't know where that just came from, but it came to me. So I hope you enjoyed that little bit I just put on. But yeah, like yeah, those are all the feels. You might be feeling, I would hope not erectile dysfunction, but hey, you do you. So I do not have a note card with me this week. And usually I have a note card just to get at my bullet points, but not a script, a note card. And I want to emphasize this because Meghan Markle is getting a lot of backlash for having a scripted podcast a lot of people hate Meghan Markle. I personally, I don't know her that well to hate her. Megan, if you want to talk, my email is paulospodcast at gmail.com. So, no script, never. No script, never. Don't come for me. And no note card. Because I thought this should just be genuine and it should just flow out of talking about family. And... I could sit here and say, no one knows dysfunctional, crazy families better than me. And to some extent, I am going to say that's probably the truth. But I hate this thing in society. And you're going to know exactly what I'm saying when I say it. Everybody, like, competes to have the, the crazier family. You know, you're talking to a friend and you're telling a story about your family. Trust me, I know. I get it. I understand. My family's crazy. Which is also kind of annoying because it's kind of like, shut up and let me talk. But what what is that? What's the deal? Why does everybody want to have the crazier family? Weird flex, but okay. Like, what? I don't know. I mean, having a crazy dysfunctional family is nothing to be ashamed of, but it is, is it something to be that proud of? I mean, I guess. Like I said before, you do you. Um, so... Coming home for the holidays. I know that I'm seeing a lot being this college age. I have a lot of friends I'm talking to and they're like, Paul, I do not want to come home next week. Because coming home for me is going back to the environment I ran away from going to school. So we'll touch more upon that later, but I just want to get at some of the big points. So that could be one. Coming back to your environment. It could be the people in your family. You're not big fans of them. You fight a lot. So environment, family. And then it always comes down to 
yourself. You know, it takes two to tango, but one of those partners is always you. So it comes back to yourself. What's the issue within you? Or is it just those two factors? You know, and there's many factors beyond that, but those are the big ones, right? So for me, I have a huge crazy family, and that's including both sides, mom's side, dad's side, big family. There's a lot of fighting. It's like that within all families. So I feel like when you really talk about family fighting, just everyone is preaching to the choir in that circumstance. Everybody has it. Everybody has their own extent of it. Some is more extreme, some is less. I have some stories that would, you know, have you off your chair that maybe I'm not going to personally share. Maybe maybe it's good to have some privacy. <laughs> but, you know, so everybody has their extent of crazy family. Me, personally, I'm very close with my grandmothers. And my grandma, Vicky, my grandmother, Mimi, she is that grandma for Thanksgiving. That She's that house, and she is that grandmother. I am making this after just leaving her house, setting up the table with her. It's actually a week in advance to Thanksgiving and the table's all set. The turkey's bought. The turkey's been in the freezer for weeks. So she is that grandmother. And with having that grandmother, it's a lot of times I find when I talk to other friends who have, let's call it a Mimi, that's a strong personality. And that's like the matriarch of your family. Now, going to my dad's side, my grandma... Mama, my grandmother, Carol, she is more not that loud voice. She's more toned back. Love Mama. Great person. You ever want to chill? You ever just want to eat ice cream and chill on the couch? Call Mama. You know, you want to go to the diner and gossip for six hours? Call Mimi. Okay, so you see where my grandmother Sam now. So my dad's side was a little different because my great-grandmother lived to be very old. So she lived to be 98. So she was really the matriarch of our family. So it kind of snubbed my mom of that position. So with having a matriarch and that loud presence, whether it be vocally loud or just physically loud, it you know, I think that stirs the pot. And it's funny I brought up Meghan Markle because that could be tied to the royal family, you know, matriarch, of course. But I think that stirs the pot in itself. Because a lot of the times, everybody's trying to please that person. And that's with all families. You know, you don't want to have a fight at the table because you don't want to upset your grandmother. You know, that's like a... I think that's like a standard thing and a standard practice a lot of families would, you know, practice. So, but with that also comes issues sometimes. Because it's it's a lot of hiding. For example, these are examples here. Like, you know, okay, you don't want to upset your grandmother. Don't verbally work this fight out you're having with one of your cousins right now. Don't, if your sisters don't verbally get into it at the table, your grandmother's here. So that causes issues within itself, of course. That's just a small example. But big families big families have crazy dynamics. For example, in my family, it's a huge pattern that everyone is 11 years younger than each other. My sister and I are 11 years apart. My mom and her brother are even more. And my mom and some of her cousins, 11 years apart. So 11 is a big number, and that's a large age gap. 
So that has issues within itself. Growing up, I always wanted to be at the adult table. That's, that's all of us, right? I was dying to get to the adult table. And if you're wondering if I got there, yeah, bitch, I did. I'm the head of the adult table. Okay, that's just crazy Italian families and treating the sons like they're God. So I'm I thankful for that somewhat, a little. I'm not going to lie. So, you know, an age gap in itself is a big divide. And it's hard because you're losing communication there. So growing up, I wanted to be with my cousins and my sister so bad, but I didn't. And now, you know, being 18 and them being 28, 28, 29, there's no separation anymore. But we have a cousin that filled my spot. So my little cousin is just about not 11 years younger, but just around there. And so now he's in that position, but now he's getting older. So now he's involved. So it's, it's all blending together nicely, but in the beginning, it's hard. And of course, with growing up in family comes, you're involved in the gossip. You're getting the tea. So you start to form your own opinion. You start to realize, you know what? I like this aunt a little more. I like this aunt a little less. She's a bitch. Things like that, right? So that creates problems within itself too, of course. So not liking family members is a weird concept. I think it's tricky. I know some people are like, it's not tricky. I don't like them. F them. Okay. If you're like that, the power to you. Because I, the way I was kind of brought up, I don't even know if that's right to say, but the way I just formed morally, I I have a hard time not loving my family. So my thing is, you should love your family. You don't have to like them. Other people say, like them, don't love them. Okay, whatever your own hot take is on it. But that's mine. So I have a lot of family members I love. I have a lot I don't necessarily like. And this isn't me sitting here throwing shade at my family, but it's just the truth. I like to be real with you guys. BFFR. So you don't like your aunt, for example. Because I want to do the cousin example, but that's too close in age. Because that's like fighting with a friend, which we're going to get into later. So you don't like an aunt, for example. She's always making snide comments. Step away. Don't engage with the aunt. Walk in. Hi, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, hi, Aunt such and such. Aunt Marie. Hi. Bye. Bye, bitch. Walk away. You and your Aunt Marie don't have to be best friends. You're family. Love her. For being your family, do not like her. She sounds like an asshole. Do you understand what I'm getting at here? And I think that could apply with friendship. And family and friendship is a very fine line that I feel like I'm always cradling on. Because I look at it and I'm like, wow, I can apply a lot of the way my family is to my friendships. So, you know, my family... We always say we fight big and we love big. And that's that same goes for friendship, for example. Me and my friends fight big. We love big. That's just the kind of guy I am. You know what? Speaking of friendship, you know what the real issue here is? Friendsgiving. That's the real issue. That's the kicker. That's the kicker. Friendsgiving. That's the real issue. It's so much stress. No, I don't want to make buffalo chicken dip and bring it to your house. I would much rather prefer you come to me. I'll make everything. You just come and enjoy yourself. Is that me having a savior complex and putting everything on myself? Possibly. 
this isn't my psyche eval, okay? So don't look too far into what I'm saying, but that's just my opinion. So that's my hot take. Friendsgiving, screw it. I saw this funny thing on TikTok. It said Friendsgiving is the pregame of the friend groups of the coming year. So 2023, for example, I think that's really funny. Does it apply that much to my generation? Not necessarily. I think it applies much more to millennials. If you want to know more about millennials, go to my prior episode. It's Madonna, bitch. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And I just got really off track, but I hate Friendsgiving. So I want to make that clear. Okay. Going back to your Aunt Marie, who's an asshole. Did you get what I was saying there? Just step away from them. And that goes with any family. Uncles. Grandparents, even. I have a lot of friends who are like, you know what? My grandma doesn't like me. She does not like me. And you know what? That's probably true. I'm not going to sit here and say, of course your grandmother likes you. No, it's probably true. And for some of those friends saying that, I'm like, well, I could see why your grandmother wouldn't like you. You know what I mean? But so that's probably true. Love her. She's your grandmother. Don't like her. What's what's the thing there with family? We feel a need. We feel this almost, I don't know if it's societal pressure, but we feel this need to love our family and, and like them and just keep going until beating a dead horse. Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. If there's a fight going on, treat it as you would a friendship. It's not working out. Get, step away. It's all right to do that. Is it the same you would do with a friendship? Because I know, for me personally, and I think you would see too, a lot of times with a friendship that's not working out, you're beating a dead horse, and then you come to a realization one day, and it always happens. And if you're sitting at home and you're like, this sounds like it's applying to a situation I'm going through, this revelation will happen to, to you too. And you just wake up one day and you're like, I'm done. This just happened to me recently. You wake up one day and you're like, I'm done. You're not reciprocating the energy. You're not reciprocating the time. You're not even reciprocating the, the manners, you know? For a lot of people I know, it's like if, if, they, if it wasn't for low class, you would have none. So that's okay to feel that way about your family as well. Capiche? Did I get the message across about family? I sure hope I did. Let's move on to environment. We'll circle back. You know it's all relative on here on Paula's podcast. Your environment. So you hate where you were born. You know, (laughs) that sounds ridiculous. But it's true. A lot of people I know hate where they were born. I mean, God. But so you don't like where you live. And you went away for that. This is more for my college crowd. You hate your town. You left for school. Great. Good for you. I think personally... That is always the right mood. I think you should never force yourself to stay where you're unhappy. I think if you're just recently getting somewhere, like a new school, for example, a new college town, and you don't like it, I think then it's important to have uncomfortable time. But if you've been somewhere a long time and you know it's not for you, get the hell out. And I preach that for everything, friendship, family, as we were just talking about, everything. So you got the hell out. Good for you. Number one, I'm proud of you. Paula's proud of you. Now you have to come back. That is a bitch. I'm not going to lie. That sounds miserable. Like if I hated my hometown, I that sounds horrible. Luckily, I don't hate my hometown. Maybe yet. I never, never say never. 
So you have to come home. What I tell my friends, because I do actually have a numerous amount of friends that are feeling this, look at the positives in coming home. Your parents, your siblings, maybe you have a dog. If you're like, Paul, I, I have all those things and I hate all of them and I hate where I'm from, I suggest you don't come home. Hi, I suggest you stay where you are for Thanksgiving. Don't celebrate it. No, I'm kidding, but... You know, I mean, we'll get into you later, maybe. But So look for the positives of what you're sort of running away from. Because a lot of times you might find that there are positives in things we're running away from. Prime example, I don't mean to always bring up friendship relationships, but if you're running away from a conversation with a friend, look for the good thing in that. For me, example, I love giving personal examples to you guys. I always say a friend I haven't spoken to in a long time. I called, we talked. You know what the positive was in that? I got to hear my friend's voice that I haven't heard in four months. Hello? Hello? Open your eyes, Paula. That was really nice. That was the positive in that conversation I was running from. Look for the positive in returning home. You know, your homecoming. Look for the positive in it. And... Maybe the positive is the holiday itself. You're like, okay, I hate coming home. I hate that place. But I love Thanksgiving and I love being able to spend time with my family. That's great because I think family is really important. And maybe it was just the way my parents raised me and having such a big family. But I think family is really important. So with something being so important, there's other factors into it. Because family is a lot of work. Just like friendships are a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It does take the time to put in the effort. You know what I mean? But there is at the same time that effortless effortless beauty of family. There is something beautiful about me being able to knock on my Aunt Beth's door and have a cup of tea with her. There is something beautiful about knocking on my Aunt Jen's door and me having dinner with her and my cousins. There's something beautiful about that. So at the same time of put effort in, there's that effortless effortless beauty to it. And there's also beauty in having cousins your age. We'll get back to that. So look for the look for the beauty, look for the positives. Okay? Let's get into you, my friend. Takes two to tango. You're always one of those people. Let's get into you. What are you running from? Now, this also is not your psyche eval. So I I don't know what you're running from. Maybe you don't even know what you're running from. In that case, I would suggest therapy. Hey, but what's the matter? Think to yourself, why am I so upset right now about the holidays? And trust me, I get it. I'm not sitting here preaching to you that family is not stressful. It's it's a lot. Families are a lot. And the stress is real. I got to come home. I mean, maybe you just broke up with your girlfriend. Maybe you just broke up with your boyfriend. I got to come home. I got to explain this to them. Maybe you just quit your job. I got to explain this. You dropped out of college. Okay, you got to explain that. You know, it's stressful. I get it. But that's the work aspect of it. Maybe you say, hey guys, yes, as you're all aware, this happened. I don't really feel comfortable talking about it. And if they can't respect that boundary, that's when you can say, screw you. Paulo told me I could say, fuck you, fuck you. You know, that's when you do that. Because that is okay too. 
But also, if no one's bringing it up, don't bring it up. Because then you're harming yourself in a way. You know what I mean? So leave it at what it is. But you, my friend. You guys know I record in my car. There's a fire truck passing by. I apologize. I, I, I'm not Mother Nature. I can't stop all things. Um, you, my friend. Take a deep breath. It's okay. Have a glass of water. Call your mom. Call your best friend. Call your dad. Talk it out. Or even journal with yourself. Because family problems do take a toll on you. Family problems are a big thing. They're no little thing to be overlooked. So if that's your inner struggle, take some of those suggestions. Take your own advice. There is nothing better in this world than your own personal advice. Take your own advice, practice it, and move forward. Paulo, I am not speaking to my family right now. I'm big on this, so I'm going to tell you, you can tell me to F off too. Reach out. Tis the season, tis the season of love. You know, reach out. Because life is precious, guys. And this is something really serious. I was just out to dinner on Saturday night. This man, I saw him out of the corner of my eye. He was stumbling. I was like, this guy's drunk as a skunk. He grabbed the open chair at our table I was at and sat down and we were all like, what the hell? Are you okay, sir? And he was like, yeah, I'm fine. We asked him again. He says, something's not wrong. Something's not right. And then he passes out, fell right on the floor. So me, a bunch of these people around me, we jump up. Long story short, I check his pulse. There's nothing there. For a hot five minutes there, I thought this guy was dead. And I was like, life is so precious. Holy shit. Look at this. He came too. Thank God. He came too. The ambulance came. His wife went to the hospital with him. I hope he's okay. He came too, but life is precious. And that is something that really made me notice that. So reach out to your family. You never know when it's your grandma's last Thanksgiving. Not to get morbid, but you know what I mean? So reach out. Tis the season of love. But I do want to end on one note. Find your family When I say there's family, love them, but don't like them. It's important, though, to find family who are on the level. Paula, what is on the level? Bethany Frankel says it. You know she's got around here. On the level. The On the level is your personal level, your standards. I'm not sitting here saying someone's beneath you. You know, I'm just saying your standards. Find your family that fit your standards. Because just as you would a friend, it's important to... Find your family that fit your standards. And you know what's a real hot take? Try to fit your family within your standards, even if they themselves don't fit it. Boom! That's a good one. Family, friends, it's always been about quality, not quantity. And that's one of my favorite quotes. And actually, Chris Jenner, momager of the year, said that. She, she actually said it's always been about a good handbag and a good blazer or something like that. And I, I switched that for my thing. I always say it's always been about something nice on the wrist and a good jacket because those are two things I love. So that's my version. But it's always been about quality over quantity. 
do with that what you will. Happy Thanksgiving, my friends. I hope you have a happy, healthy, safe holiday with your family, with yourself, with your dog, with your roommates, whatever it may have you. If you don't follow on the Insta, it's at Palos.podcast on Twitter at Palos Podcast. Happy Thanksgiving, you guys. Thank you for joining me here. Join me back next week for another great episode, in my opinion. It's a really good one. But thank you again for joining me here on Paulo's podcast. <laughs>